Welcome back to another episode and the last episode of 2022. Oh my God. Am I doing this right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic and... Since a few months ago. We were just drinking fun bevies. It could be bevies. anything. Could be alcohol. It could be yeah. and we're a gonna, juice. We're going to take this into the to next year as well, I, I believe. I love that. Yeah. And this week we are talking the best lessons of 2022. What me and Nat are bringing with us into the new year. Mm-hmm. We're going to be going over our favorite lessons from this year's episodes. What we learned this year in our own personal lives. Highlights from some of our favorite guests this year. And then at the end of the episode, we're playing the Bumble BFF question game. I don't know if it's like, how well do you know me? Or if it's like questions we want to know more. We have... Absolute. We don't know what I, it is, I, you guys. I was gifted. The, I went to like an event and they handed it to me and I literally just took the plastic off. So we are, We're you're going to learn with us what this is. What this even is. And you guys know that you can always write into the show with episode requests at amidoingthisrightpod at gmail.com or you can DM us at, at amidoingthisrightpod. And Natalie, what is what are we drinking? The last drink of the year. Oh man, I wish it was more fun. No, 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 no. Whatever it is, it's gonna be perfect. This year, honestly, wasn't um fabby. So this it might be. Wasn't I memorable. love it. I already know what it is. I've already had it, and oh, I love it. It's no. one of my favorite things. Nope, 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 nope. Bring I, it out. Bring I it saw out. this, and I was Bring like, it out. this seems really fucking weird. Oh my god. So the best flavor of this is the strawberry the strawberry flavor but i also love the ginger lemon so the ginger lemon well tell them what it is oh okay it's from trader hose it's the organic sparkling ginger and lemon apple cider vinegar beverage one of my all-time all-time favorite drinks if not my favorite drink really Hands down. This is brand you, new information. You hit it 10 out of 10. Well, I guess this is good for the end of the year because this seems like something you drink when you're hungover. The ginger one is a great one. It's ginger, apple cider, lemon. It's going to get that. You know I love anything that's anti-nausea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> This feels like a hangover beverage. Yes. Yes. But so. I love it. And the strawberry flavor of this, oh, I have never, I have I don't know no if you're going to like it. It's very tart. Okay, and I'm a I'm a sweet girl. You're a sweet gal, and this is kind of it's kind of like kind of tangy. Oh, you're not gonna like it. <laughs> mm. You have got to try the strawberry flavor. We're gonna circle back on it with the hottie of the year. Oh God, the hottie of the year, the official hottie of the year. Yeah. Last uh, year was our baby daddy, Timothee Chalamet. Oh yes, yeah, well deserved. <laughs> He did not even disappoint in this year. No, either. he got even hotter this year. He did. Although bones and all, I don't know if y'all saw it, but whoo, Jesus Christ. Graphic. Yeah. Natalie told me um, I probably should not see Absolutely. it. And then just told me the entire plot. I told her the whole plot. Which is, I really appreciate and I really think that's true friendship. Yeah. Well, and you know, and you hate spoilers. So I would never tell you anything if you didn't want to know. I hate spoilers. Yeah. But she was like, just tell me. That's my pet peeve. I've never thought about like. Really? No, that is one thousand percent your ultimate pet. You hate that. Yeah. The the never mind. I guess I'll just say it. The biggest fight I ever got into with my sister, which is also just like fucked up, is she told me what my mom got me for Christmas. 
by the way, we have a 14-year age gap, so she's probably about four years old, and I was probably about 18. I was like, you're such a brat. I just screamed my – and I had to really apologize to her. She was very scared, which is fair. Right. But, yeah. I thought was, I thought you were going to say when um, <laughs> Connor kept ruining the set list. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Swift. Our <laughs> – <laughs> the first time we met, I met one of our closest friends was at a Taylor Swift concert, and he had looked at the set list ahead of time and goes, the next song's going to be Fearless. Every song. And I said, dude, I'm trying to enjoy the moment. And I told our friend who brought him, I was like, I don't know who the fuck this kid is, but you don't shut <laughs> don't the fuck shut up. up. And I was one of our closest friends. Text yeah. me today. Miss you, Pookie. <laughs> I know. He always says, hey, Pookie. Yeah. But yeah, he he really was. A, he did the spoilers on that one. We were at a concert the other day and you're like, oh, I don't want to look up the set list, but I think this is the last song. It I was. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. Natalie and I saw the 1975, you guys. We did not go another year without seeing them. No, but we're doubling up. Oh, we are seeing them very soon again. <laughs> Across the pond. Yeah, we can tell everyone. We're going to London. We will be in Liverpool. We're going to see them in Liverpool. We had to pick a random city. Yeah, because that's really where we like to see them. You guys know we do our little pilgrimages to go see the 1975. In random places. And so we saw them in L.A., which was great. But we were driving there. We're like, this feels weird. We need to be in some like random town that we don't know where we are and how to get home. Right. That's the best way to see them. Well, that's why when we were like, okay, we're going to see them in L.A., but that means we got to pick another one. Yeah, we can't that's just. random. Yeah. So we chose Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm thrilled. By the time you're listening to this, we're going to be there in like a couple weeks. A couple weeks. A couple weeks. It's coming up. All right, let's get into the episode and our best lessons of 2022 that we've learned on the podcast, that we've learned in real life. Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. We did this last year, so we thought we should do it again. Um, let's start with career, shall we? Category is career. career. Things we learned from our podcasts. One of our favorite lessons was episode 104, how to overcome burnout. That one was highly requested and one that felt particularly useful after people started going back into the office this this past year. And we learned that the World Health Organization actually categorized burnout as an official syndrome. I think that was crazy to me when I learned that this right? year. I was like, wow. This is real. Is a real syndrome. Yes, it is a form of exhaustion caused by constantly feeling swamped. It's a result of excessive and prolonged emotional, physical, and mental stress, and in many cases, it is related to one's job. Yes. We also learned that there's three types of burnout: overload burnout, under-challenge burnout, and neglect burnout. Wow. I think in terms of burnout for me this year, I realized that I just, as someone who's self-employed, uh-huh. I guess, I don't know. if I'm not, I guess I'm not self-employed. I get employed all the time. Anyway, it's confusing. It's a confusing world. As a creative, right? I can stack my schedule with all of my creative endeavors, so many meetings. I also had a life coach, and she was like pounding me with shit to do at all yeah. times of the day. And I just had a realization. I was like, I need more breathing room in my schedule. Do less. God I bless. To, and I and so I just I stopped seeing my life coach as regularly. Now I see her once a month instead of every week. And I really like have a lot more breathing room in my day. Yeah. And I love it. Well, you also it, it's so much 
it helps you be more present. Yes. With like, okay, I'm not doing the next thing in 30 seconds. It's yeah. Like, it was like, be, I can take my time. This is from 9 to 10. From 10 to 11, you're going to do this. From from 11 to 12, you're going to do this. Then you're going to have lunch. And then from the and it was just like, I have control of my schedule. I know a lot of people don't. So I don't have to do it this way. I can, right. I can move things to have 30 minutes in between here. Right. And I think it's, I think it's good in some instances, like, creating a schedule yes, especially 100%. if you have anxiety because it's like I can control this but then at a certain point it's like this is so it's controlling me yeah my schedule was controlling me yeah and that's just that's just not not fun I think I had the um overload burnout this yeah. year where I was just doing so much and not giving my brain again not giving my brain any space to like think. Mm. And so then I like rethought my entire career. <laughs> and so we've kind of switched things up, but I'm I'm liking the changes I'm making within my my brand and my, you know, I'm trying to make it easier on me. Yeah. So that it's not so uh And I'm so proud of you. I've really well, seen you. you go through all of the ups and downs of this and yes. <laughs> it's been I, it's been a it's been a time. <laughs> it's been a time to be alive. Yeah, I really have. And you've really handled it gracefully even if you don't feel thank like you're you dead you, you, you have so much another episode that i feel like was really helpful in terms of career was episode 97 which was peace out peacefully when and how to quit your job and 2022 was the year of the great resignation in fact the global workforce hopes and fears survey found that globally one in five workers quit their jobs in 2022 one in five that is a lot that is a lot. Isn't that 21%? Something like that. Yeah. That's a lot of people. And in that episode, we actually laid out specific ways to leave your job. And we went over the signs and when you should probably leave your job. And I just feel like we hear a lot of people, a lot of our friends talk about like quitting their jobs and blah, blah, blah. And so I feel like it was a good episode to kind of like, okay, if you're going to do it, let's yeah. lay it out. Yes. Let's figure it out. And a lot of the times it's like, go do it. And a lot of times it's also like, let's take a, a beat. There was also, I remember from that episode, a really interesting fact was that, like, if you're going to quit your job and you feel, like, at risk of, like, retaliation to, like, make sure you have somebody there with you and that oh, you have everything yeah. in writing. I remember that because, like, I think a lot of people are scared, like, their boss is going to be like, oh, I'm going to, like, blacklist yes. you in the yes. industry or I'm going to do that. Yeah. And so it's like, you got to have somebody there with you. Maybe uh, record it on your phone. Oh. Yeah. That too. You could never be too careful. And – so, Nat, in terms of our personal – we kind of have talked about our personal revelations surrounding our careers. Mm -hmm. Do you have any takeaways? What's your big takeaway? I think my takeaway this year has been to let go of things that were stressful and frustrating that I thought I had to do mm -hmm. and then just sort of like – go with the flow and see where things take me. Uh -huh. I think I also get caught up because I started my career as a jewelry designer solely. And then jewelry got so fucked up over the past year and a half. Just like the metal markets, supply chain, everything got so fucked up that it was like, I have to start kind of moving away from the way I've been doing my jewelry, which I built my whole career on. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what am I? Who am I? What's my job? I don't even know. And so now I'm like, hmm, okay, like I want to do this. I want to try that. And then I just try it and just explore things. 
Let things, just seeing how things are panning out. I love that for you. I think for me, it's the same. And I really felt like I had to kind of lean into the unexpected. And especially when it comes to social media, like I really, really, really don't consider myself an influencer. And I really, I feel like had this connotation around it where it's like, that's really low brow, which is so not, that's on me. I, I don't know. I just, because I'm an actor and because I'm in the industry, like I didn't want to also be that. Right. But I had a realization that social media is a huge source of income for me. I've had, I've made a lot of money on social media. I'll just be transparent. And so like, it's okay if I lean into that and it's okay if I prioritize that in my life and it's not me being vain and it's not silly or stupid, all of that. So just like leaning into what's already happening and it's like, this is working. You're making a lot of money this way. Don't just don't be hesitant because of you're afraid of what other people are going to think. Right, right. Well, I also think, yeah, there's this like preconceived notion of like quote unquote influencer. And I think that it did have this air to it a few years ago that was like, oh, God. It's corny. So corny. <laughs> and just like, ugh, I don't know. But the more I have a lot of content creator friends and the ways that I have, wa- I'm like, this shit is so hard. Yeah. Like some of them that are full time, they're like, well, I have to do this for this brand and that for this brand and this and this. And, this, and then I got to go to this event and da, da, da. And I'm like, oh, my God. No, I know. I know once you're at that level, like it is a full time job. I'm just I don't know. I think I just had well, this resistance also, to like yes. actually care about my social media. I was like, I don't care about my social media. It's fine. And I was like, well, I got that brand deal. I got this brand deal. I made a lot of X amount of money this year. I'm like, you know. We're out here making we're making real right. money. Well, it's also <laughs> like um, it's the way people advertise now. So if you think of it, like you wouldn't be ashamed to be on a commercial. I'm not ashamed to be on my commercial. No, <laughs> you do Intel, Intel commercials. Yeah, so it's, it's like the same. But yeah. they, that's how people spend their advertising money now. Yeah, it's like all through TikTok videos. Yeah. So hey, here we are. TikTok just told me today they're gonna pay me. Um, it's like it's like a half cent per view or whatever, and I'm like. Cool. Yeah. You never know. I'm like, thanks. Thanks for the $3 or whatever it ends up being. <laughs> my mom calls me and she goes, because my mom's an account, and she goes, hey, you got uh, something from $58 from Facebook? What is that? I'm like, oh, that's my Instagram Reels money. And oh. she was like, oh, okay. I'll categorize it as that. I was like, yep, oh, 58 bucks. Watch my Reels, guys. I know. It's like, they're literally like, we're going to give you a quarter of a penny. Yeah. it's Every yeah. view. But hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. All right, so let's move into relationships and what we learned through our podcast and also what we've learned in our own lives. Yes. Okay, so I really love this episode. Episode 94, How to Make Friends as an Adult with Friendship Coach Danielle Jackson. That was highly downloaded. We have both been very lucky to have long-lasting friendships in our lives. But we also know it's not easy for most adults to make friends, especially when a lot of people have to move to new cities or to, you know, for school, for work, whatever. Mm -hmm. And our guest, Danielle, she really gave tangible ways on how to make friends as an adult and confirmed our suspicion that in order to maintain friendships, you have to put in a real effort. And we're talking like you got to send a Google Cal invite to hang out with your friend. (sighs) That's just the truth. That is the God honest truth. Yeah. I think for me, like, making friends as an adult, like, it's just, it's like, 
I don't know, scary thing. And I think this year I've been a lot less worried about asking. It literally feels like I'm asking out somebody on a date. Right. Asking out a new friend than I was in the past. And I used to have a lot of anxiety about reaching out to somebody new. But I feel like I've done it a few times this year and it's really paid off. And you know what? You know who I watched do this to us in real time? And I was like, Maddie Mayo. Maddie Mayo. So good about making plans. Oh, my God. But it makes sense because that's her whole thing is like going yes. to places and like but experiencing like, things. You know, we have, we've had a lot of people on the, on the podcast that are like, we should get a drink sometime, whatever. And we're like, yeah. And then it never really. She was like, let's get a drink sometime. We're like, perfect. She sent an email 30 minutes later. She's like, how about this day and time? Da, 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 da. And then also sent a Google Cal Google invite. Google Cal invite. She, oh my God. It was we so, were like, this you is know the what best. It is? We you, also you gotta need be, to do something with her. We do. Yeah. Th- that's on us. <laughs> you have to do it quickly. Yes. You know when you say, yeah, let's get together. And then you're like, hmm. four months and later. Then, like, no, you have to like, she was like, let's get together next week. Yes. And like this day. And like, this and we is had the, place. the best time. Yes. That was a great lesson. In yeah. IRL lesson from An Maddie. IRL lesson from one of our our guests. And you can listen to her episode. It was fantastic. Another episode about relationships that I found to be really helpful was episode 84, how to get over someone, either an ex-partner, a friend, or even like an ex-job. Because not all relationships stand the test of time. Many mm-hmm. of them, unfortunately, end at some point. And this episode, which was highly listened to, explored breakups, the science of breakups, and how to get over someone. And what was really interesting, I think to me, is how intense breakups feel. One of the facts that we had on that episode was that there was research using an MRI machine that found a region of the brain called the anterior cingulate. Anterior cingulate cortex. Which is activated when participants experience physical pain, but also when they felt rejected. So basically, if you feel like you're going to die after a breakup, that is very real pain. That's wild. Yes. Also, another big takeaway from that episode is that you shouldn't stay friends with your ex, you guys. Right. Dr. Lewandowski Jr. adds that staying friends with an ex is in fact linked with, quote, more depression, jealousy, heartbreak, and, quote, even a harder time finding a new romantic partner. So if you needed that little reminder going into the new year to delete your ex's number, this is it, you guys. Well, I think, I don't know if it was that episode or a different episode. We're researching these things all the time. But it was like over and over and over again, we were coming across like scientific information saying like, delete them off social media. Yes. Unfollow them. Unfollow them. Delete their number. Cut the tie. Yeah. So... And I think for me, like, luckily, obviously, I didn't go through a breakup this year, but I do have to see my ex on a very regular basis. Yeah, and everyone feels so bad for me (laughs) because we have the same friend group. He's lovely. Like, we're we're not on bad terms at all. It's not like awkward. No, no, no. But I think I had put so much pressure on myself to be friends with him. Like, be like, okay, we're in the same friend group. I've seen him all the time. Like, we have to be friends. Right. Like, just for the sake of our friend group. And then after that episode, I was like, yeah, we can be cordial, friendly respectful right nice i can ask him hey what's going on but he doesn't he is not my friend you don't hang out it was so it was like the chains ripped off me like he's not my friend no <laughs> no because it was just so much pressure i was like i don't want you know yeah let me try to be buddy buddy with him. right you know and i was like texting him when his you know something happened. his grandma died i was like oh you know sending my condole right he's not my friend no you know no. he's not my friend and no. i don't need to do that no you don't it's a lot of pressure 
I think for me, again, I also did not go through a breakup and I didn't go through any sort of uh, like cutting ties. But I do think I learned a lot this year through our episodes and just like through life about communicating Mm -hmm. in interpersonal relationships. And my mom and I had a very open and honest conversation that really like changed my whole life, to be honest, which also really helped me navigate the relationship between myself and my parents and all the like weirdness that comes from having divorced parents Mm -hmm. who like don't really get along, you know, Mm -hmm. and just like it's always so weird because you're like, oh, I'm like going to dad's house for Christmas. And then like you feel bad and it's and then you can't really have these like conversations. So I think that was a big relationship takeaway. I was so happy when that happened. It was like, I couldn't believe it. I still can't believe it. I'm like, holy (laughs) shit. Okay. We've done relationships. We've done career. Let's get into the self. With our number one most listened to episode. Wow. Of all time. How to fall in love with yourself. Episode 78. So the first self-love scientific study was conducted in November and December of 2020, and that found that one in two women feel more self-doubt than self-love, with 60% wishing they had more respect for themselves. Yeah, I feel like that is why that episode was so impactful and probably why it was so downloaded is that there is so much doubt and so much. It is hard to cultivate your own like self-love and what that looks like for you. And so... I loved that episode. It was really. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. It's highly downloaded. It, no, it literally is our number one. Wow. Out of however many hundreds. And we learned in that episode that self-talk is huge when it comes to self-love. And talking to yourself kindly is key. So keeping tabs on your thoughts about yourself in addition to engaging in activities you love and being around people that bring you joy and don't tear you down. Those are all surefire ways to increase love for yourself. And my therapist, she gets on me about this. She's always like, let's let's check in with the self-talk because it sounds mean. <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's just that, that, that. And she's like, would you say that to Your anyone? Friend. Yeah. That's the thing. If you always think, would I say this to my friend? friend? Yes. You are your own best friend. <sighs> I love that one. But and I'm not, though. You are. But, no, you're my best friend. Oh. Yeah. I'm with myself all the time so I can get sick of me, you know? So, but then when I get sick of myself, I'm not supposed to be mean to myself, which is like, ugh. But I'm working on it. I love that. I love that you're working <laughs> We're on trying. it. I'm too. Hey. <laughs> Another episode that I loved this year about like yourself and was a really big eye-opener for me. Oh, and now yeah. that was episode 106, The Art of Relaxing, How <laughs> to Rest. And after we both got COVID this year <laughs> from our Vegas trip, which because we didn't get anyone else sick, was worth it. Um, oh, yeah. we, we both realized that we didn't know how to rest. No. And we— def- We loved having COVID. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we were like, wow. That's when we realized down. we had a problem. We were like, this is weird. <laughs> so in that episode, we defined rest for us because we didn't know what it meant. And then we actually found three different definitions, which I thought was really interesting. The first one being that rest is, quote, a bodily state characterized by minimal function and metabolic activities, which, yes, you would think. The next one was, quote, freedom from activity or labor. But the next one, which was my favorite, was peace of mind or spirit. That is real rest. That is rest. 
Yes. And also was really impactful from that rest episode is that there was actually seven types of rest. So there was like mental, physical, social, sensory, mm-hmm. emotional, creative, and spiritual rest. And you have to account all of those. And the sensory one got me. I did not think I was someone who got overly stimulated by anything. And I realized, oh, my God, I am, like, beyond the threshold of stimulation. Yes. And the lights, the TV being on, my phone, blue light, whatever the fuck, like, the sounds of helicopters going by, cars. I have construction in my neighborhood. And I was like, oh, I have to take sensory rest. Mm-hmm. So now at 9 p.m., I have this sensory kind of deprivation time uh-huh. where I turn the lights low. I have my I read a book and I and I keep I wanna, I wanna get into that habit. Yeah, a, a physical book. And I just yes. and I just sit there and it's so I'm like, oh, I need to like turn off everything. Yeah. And it's so hard. It's so hard. It's so hard to turn everything off. But also I just feel like with the sensory stuff, that's why when I get stressed out and like anxious it's because I'm overwhelmed and it's like the last thing that will send me over the edge is texts going off emails the phone lighting I'm like get the fuck out of my face I can't take it anymore yeah also the other one that was interesting is this like spiritual rest Mm -hmm. which you know I think a lot because Corinne and I, we love spiritual things. We Mm -hmm. love uh, meditation and all this stuff. But I also think you can get like too far into it where it's like you're not even – you're just like focusing on like how to better yourself so much that you're like not even enjoying Oh, yes. Well, that's – so that's part of my book reading is that I stopped reading – self-help books exactly i was like we i mean we've read i mean i'm gonna go back but i went through right. a period where it was like what was I, it was like the toxic uh self-improvement yes no truly i was like and when am i improved when right. have i improved it's like we can't just we're gonna keep going until when yeah so now i read fiction yes little fake little little fiction books yes no i feel the same way i've done i actually did the exact same thing and i i, I like non-fiction but not self-help yeah because i also i think i've read every single one I've read a lot of you them. You know? So we got to take a break. <laughs> okay, another one, episode 115. Oh, this one was kind of for me, honestly. Um, <laughs> it was How to Break a Bad Habit, which were really interesting, super interesting to dive into. We learned about the ways our brains actually form a habit, how they start. Mm-hmm. And it turns out they are made to solve a problem you're having, but if it's one you want to break, it means you no longer have that problem or the habit has become more problematic than the, the original issue. So like, let's say you started smoking because you were under a ton of stress, but now the stress lightened up, but you're still in the habit of smoking. Mm-hmm. So it's like the problem is solved, but your brain's that, like, we still do this. Yes, yes. Which I thought was so interesting. And also just to think of like my quote unquote, I don't really have any bad habits, you know, but just to think of like, how did this start and why? Mm-hmm. And why am I still doing it? Yeah. Yeah. Real no. interesting. I think for me this year, when we were doing the habit episode, I was going, I don't have any bad, like I don't have any that I really want to actively work on. But then I realized I do have one and I don't do it with you. You probably wouldn't know. I'm a terrible texter, but oh. I think it actually goes back to the sensory thing. That's what I'm saying. I do text you back, but nobody else. I can't. <laughs> I do not have everyone the, else is uh, on red. And actually, my my stylist texted me this morning because they had like four un 
responded text for me and they said, hey, like, we just want to make sure, like, are you mad at it? And I had a, I was like, no, I'm so sorry. I Sometimes I open text and forget. And I, it's yes. just too much. It's, yeah, it's like, too much to keep track of. Send me a letter in the mail or something. Truly. <laughs> truly. But anyways, I do want to get better about that. And what I've been trying to do now is actually send a set a text respond time at the end of the day. Yeah, people do that. And I just r- go through my phone and I respond to all the texts. Yes. I can't text people. I can only text you and Joe and my mom. Not even my mom. You right. and Joe. Right. I don't text anybody no. back. That's the same with me. I, I actually text Joe back, if, honestly. If I'm being honest, every single person I know, like, during the day on my, like, work setting for your phone, how it, like, doesn't let the notifications come in, it's, like, you and, like, my brother. <laughs> and then everyone else, I'm, like, you can fuck off. Okay? It's so hard. But that's one of my habits. At least in 2023, I would like to get better at yeah, I'm still very much working on the same habit that I was working on in that episode, which is the habit of working way too late yeah. and then eating dinner way too late. But I'm figuring out the root cause of all of it, and it's very, it's helping, and I'm getting there. <gasps> yes. 2023, here I fucking come. Okay? I love that. I I'm love gonna that. I'm going to be in bed by nine. <laughs> <laughs> so in terms of things outside of the podcast that we learned uh-huh. about ourselves, I had one this year that I was like, I'm so proud of me. I think we both kind of struggle with shopping for ourselves. Yeah. And this year, I really did start to treat myself more. You know, I realized I work hard. I make good money. And I can indulge in the things that I like more often. So I've been like online shopping a little bit more, buying the like shoes I wanted to get and not feeling like, I'm like, why do I I make money if I can't like buy the little thing I like? Right. And I'm not like fancy. Or no, 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 no. I bought a new necklace and I was like, wow, it's a new necklace. It was like... Oh, the C? Yeah. I saw that. I love that necklace. It was like 48 bucks. But um, like, you know, for me, I was like, huh, okay, this is kind of crazy. I'll show you what I have open on my tabs. Mm-hmm. Speaking of this, because this is still... um, I'm still working on this because it's, it's hard for me to buy stuff for myself. But I do have this open and it's in my cart. Am I going to buy it? Probably not. The black skims dress. Because I listened to our episode where you were talking about it, and I was like, God, you I just really gotta try, gotta try it. it. Just try it. Uh, but you know, I'm gonna agonize over this for four days, and then I'm just gonna close out of the tab. No, but I'm thinking shot. about it. Give it a shot. You can yeah. always return it. It's true. It's true. But I'm gonna try to work on that also in 2023. I it's love just that. Like letting myself ha- have something. Yes. You know, I think for me, just in my self development this year I think I've been braver than I've ever been in very in a lot of different areas and I think I've really been taking time to reflect upon my life and where I am right now and where I want to be and where I want to go and how I can accomplish those things and actually the journaling episode we did I forget which number it was we can put it in the show notes notes. that really helped me to kick off more of a self-reflective journey. journey journey journaling journey i got a uh, i got a lisa frank journal no Spe- you did not. i did i did uh with tigers on it and <laughs> yes and i've been like journaling and i'm i really like it wow i love that mm-hmm. okay should we move into the next category financials yes uh, so this year we finally to one of the episodes that we wanted to do for so long, episode 109, which was Student Loans 101, How to Not Get Screwed, which seemed even more 
important to do this year because of all the student loan stuff. (laughs) And Natalie and I, we are incredibly privileged that we did not have student loans. So we didn't fully understand like, you know, the entanglement that people get into with them. And so I feel like it was really eye-opening for me to just learn more about it. I, I firmly believe that just because it doesn't affect you does not give you permission to not know about it. Right. And not acknowledge it and not really understand it. So we learned the difference between like subsidized and unsubsidized loans, which if you guys don't know, essentially subsidized loans start accruing after you graduate, while unsubsidized loans begin once you start school. So that's just a little fun fact. Mm -hmm. And we learned- Mm, Not so fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's it's a fact. It is a fact. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It is a fact. Plus, we learned ways to start paying off student loan debt, like applying for the federal loan forgiveness program and negotiating student loans assistance when you're starting a new job. Like, that's part of your negotiation. Yeah. Which I thought was really smart. (sighs) Let me tell you, we put that episode off for about 109 episodes. It's just so daunting. But, like, imagine how daunting just learning about it is for us. Yeah. Having to be entrenched in it. Yeah. So it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I really hope um, for anyone who has student loans that you guys are feeling some relief during or, this time, or even just like more understanding. Because even like we, I'm said, just saying, I hope you get, got some federal relief. Oh God, <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Ugh. Okay, next. This was another big one for us that we were like, we got to figure this shit out. I'm so happy we did, too. So glad we did. I have not acted upon it, but, you know. <laughs> but we have, get, the, we have the information. I'm getting there. <laughs> Episode 92. It was a leaving a legacy, how wills, trust funds, and life insurance works. So we talked about the difference between a will and a trust fund and why sh- we should probably all have life insurance at this point. I um didn't do that yet. <laughs> I think what was very shocking about this episode is that we thought we were too young to have any of those things really apply to us. But then we realized um, we need all we need all of You that. need all of the above. All of the above. And if you didn't listen to that episode because you thought, again, this doesn't apply to me, it go does. back. It does. Are you 18 or older? Go back. Listen. Because <laughs> it applies to you. Yes. And we learned the difference between, the biggest difference between the will and the trust is that a will comes into effect after the creator's death, whereas a living trust comes immediately into effect after it's created. So when the creator's alive, they control their trust. And then if that person becomes incapacitated and can no longer make their financial or healthcare decisions or they die, then the person nominated by them steps into handle their affairs. Yes. And that after this, you create after that episode, you created a, a will. I did create a will. And so I have like my it was it was fairly simple, honestly. Yeah. And you don't get it notarized. You just have to have two witnesses that sign it and all this stuff. But I have like my medical directive. I need I that my... because I, I did that genetic testing and I'm, I can't be on antipsychotic drugs. Oh, right. And I'm always afraid like what if I have some type of breakdown and they're trying to give me something and I'm not supposed to have it. Right. Yeah, you got to get that in your medical directive. I need that. Mine's like pull the plug in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> like immediately, you know. I have my I have um how I want my funeral to be. I already know, I know. No, but it's in there. Like okay. it's Just legally in, in there. <laughs> um you're in my will. I'm so excited. She's in my will. I mean, not excited for you to pass. Right, 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 right. But you do get some of my assets. Preferably, we just go at the exact same minute. <laughs> that would actually be ideal. Be ideal. Um, oh, no. Okay, but if we both go at the same time, who burns our journals? 
Because <sighs> you are in, again, it's actually in my will that Corinne has to burn my journals. Damn it. This is something we didn't account for. <laughs> we did not account for her at the same time. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Another episode we did that pertains to financials was episode 82. Another, these are all the ones that we kind of put off this yeah, year. They were. And then we did it. Mortgages 101, a basic bitch's guide. I can't. I can't believe we named it a basic bitch's guide to buying a home. That you know was why we did? 100% me. It was absolutely you, but it was also because... When we finished that episode, when I tell you, our brains were, we were fried. <gasps> fried. I think we wanted to make sure that people knew, like, this was, like, 101, which is why we named it a basic bitch's guy. That's insane. I'm sorry. I would never call you guys a basic bitch. That is, like, so not nice. So in that episode, we learned that in very, very, very basic terms, how mortgages work, how a down payment and and fees come into play and figured out who the fuck is Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Oh, my we God. We finally figured that out. That took us at least an hour. Yes. And <laughs> we watched so many YouTube videos trying to figure that out. And even if you guys are, like, not in the market to buy a home because also it's, like, crazy right now, it's really good crash course on just, like, the lingo and, like, even what it yes. is. And, like, Natalie and I growing up just thought, like, oh, if a house costs $600,000, you took, like, a, a trunk, like a, like a backpack full of cash. Did not understand that. So No. Um I yeah. never understood how people bought homes. I'm like, you guys just have cat two and a half million dollars? Like, what? Yeah. Made no sense to me. Does now, though. And then in terms of, like, real-life lessons in terms of financials, I would say this year my big step was that I got a financial advisor finally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I felt like I was ready to invest in, like, a big way, and I had, you know, a lot of cash, and I didn't know what to do with it. And so I, yes, you know, we love an index fund moment, and, like, I was doing that, but now I'm, like, really starting to build my portfolio and really, like, setting setting the tone for my future. Got to get in that retirement account. Those IRAs. Yes. Okay, so my lesson on financials, this seems really, really minor, but I really asked myself what I wanted to get out of my actual bank accounts. Mm. So I closed my B of A account. Not my, I still am tied to my original checking account, but I had a second one for my business and I was like, fuck this bank. It was doing nothing for me. So I transferred that money into my high-yield savings account, and then I started using my credit cards uh, more strategically for the perks. Love a perk. God. We like, also have a credit card point episode. Yes. Like my B of A, my first credit card from B of A, does nothing. Yeah, I'm sure. It does fucking nothing. I'm so sure. I barely use it. But, you know. B of A is going to go down one day for fraud. Like, Oh, for I think sure. they already have. Oh, they have. Yeah, I know. But, like, I really think it's not going to exist in, like, 20 years like something insane is gonna happen hopefully it i mean i hope nobody be, loses their money but like bank of america you know how much we've hated them from yeah. literal episode one yeah we have <laughs> so yeah and then oh next year i have plans to get a different card that is more tailored to what i need and the things that i want and then i'm gonna kill off that bank of america card because it doesn't do shit yeah no that's fair so anyways, it just makes me feel like I'm more in control of Yes, I love that. My finances. I like, love oh. that. All right, so let's get into our final category of the best lessons of 2022, which is health, health. which we've had two really standout episodes in terms of health. The first one being episode 101, Fertility 101, Egg Freezing, IVF, and More with Dr. Serena Chen. 
She might have been my favorite guest of the year. She was amazing. I mean, we I loved, loved her. her. And since we're both approaching our 30s, egg freezing was a topic that we really wanted to cover and felt like we didn't have enough, like, clear information on. And Dr. Serena Chen really brought that information. Oh, she yeah. did. Yeah. She brought that H-E-A-T <laughs> in the info. <laughs> So I feel like she did a really great job at laying out the process of IVF. Mm -hmm. But the most interesting fact that she said was that women shouldn't be the only ones considering preserving their fertility. Mm -hmm. And we learned that men, I feel like we were taught that men can have children until literally they die, but they can't. No. And that they should consider sperm freezing. Who would have known? It's not all up to women. No. Because you're, it does, like, your your sperm count declines as you get right. older. Like, it's not impossible. Like, it's, it's not impossible a- for, like, an 80-year-old woman to have. Right. It's not impossible for that to happen to a man. But the, but quali- like- but the quality of your sperm's not there uh-huh. and the quantity. So, uh-huh. you know, I just thought that was wild when she said that. And she said a lot of things, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, uh, we should bring her back. She was amazing. And after that episode, I was... Dr. Chen on the episode advised that I should look into egg freezing because I have endometriosis, which is something I'm going to actually do in 2023. I was supposed to do it actually the end of this year, but plans have changed, but I am going to do it. It's also just a, it's a lot. It's like a lot. You have to like plan it and like you gotta do the shots and all that, but I do want to do it. It's a surgery. Right. I also don't know why I thought it was like a, (laughs) like you're just awake and they're just like, boop, boop, take it out. I don't know why I thought that too, because when you think about it, it doesn't make any sense that that's what it would be. No, it's a. But they're like they knock you out. I was like, what? Yeah, but yeah, I thought it was. I mean, it makes it makes way more sense. Yeah, it does. It does. And then another episode we had was how to be more active. That was episode one fourteen, and I I really like that one because I think. When you think of being active, it's like this misconception of intense physical exercise. And we debunked that on that episode. And we broke down the four types of movement. So there's aerobic, strength, flexibility, and balance. And uh, what we gained is that we really don't have to do that much to remain physically fit. Truly the biggest tip from that episode and like every scientific journal we could possibly read said walk go for a walkie just literally <laughs> walk go for a walkie around the blocky and they're like you will be set yeah like you really you don't have to do really anything if you just walk if you don't have to do anything else you're fine no. you're good to go and i think for for me this year what is something i incorporated that was new was stretching yes I always, like, just kind of did, like, a, a few little, like, twists and turns before I, like, did my workout. But now, like, there's certain days where I only walk and stretch. I walk Archie because I have to. Right. And then I put on my stretch video, and that's that's it. And that's really all you have to do. You don't even have – well, no, stretching is really – that's part of the flexibility element. Yeah, that was one of the flexi- – yeah, that's flexibility. But, like, truly a walk and a stretch, uh, you're going to live to be 100. Yeah, I know. Well, I think one instead of going out one night. Oh, uh, this is true. <laughs> in Austin, Texas, when we went, we just stretched. We stretched. Well, because the night before we were out, we were out. Yeah, out. we were, out, we out, were out. on the dirty six or whatever it was. Yeah, I don't even know what happened. There was a giant snake involved. <laughs> it was a whole thing. And then the next day, we we're like, let's go to an early dinner. And then, like, do you want to go to do a stretch video in we the did, hotel? Like, three. Oh, it was great. it was fabulous. So fantastic. Um, for me, oh, Corinne's going to jump <laughs> off a cliff because I talk about Pilates so much. But I discovered it at the end of last year and 
I feel like it's given me a respect for my body and an actual connection to it. Because I think in the past, I just think like, go as hard as you can. And now I feel more in my body. Yes. And that I also feel like I'm in less pain. Yes. Because like my, I think I'm my You're muscles aligned. are aligned up. And that core strength's really good for your back. Yeah. And I've always had neck problems. So it's just like, I feel better. And I also, I like that it's not so intense. Yeah. You know, I can do a little Pilates, a little stretchy, a little walky. Uh, oh my God. I love that. Perfect. Well, you guys, we hope you guys learned as much as we did this year. And actually, we'd love to know what your favorite lesson of 2022 was. If you learned it on the podcast or even just in life, let us I know. I would love to hear it. You can write into the show at am I doing this right pod at gmail.com or you can DM us at, at am I doing this right pod. And now it is time to um, get into our final bevy <sighs> rating and our ultimate hottie of oh, the year. Oh, the ultimate hottie award. Would you like to? Um, did we see Don't Worry Darling together? Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, we did. The whole time we were watching it, we were very distracted because our hottie of the year, Miss Florence Pugh. Miss Florence Pugh. She was so, I, I could just, I just stared at her face the whole time. Because she's beautiful, but she's also just cool. Yeah. I like her vibe. I love everything about her. And She'd be fun to hang out with. She, yeah. She would be great to hang out with. Yeah. And so she is the ultimate hottie of the year. And I feel like really confident that like in next year, she's not going to let us, like she's only going to. Yeah. She's not going to let she's us gonna down. She's going to be the Timotei of. Yeah. Yeah. I love this. Also, I like, they're both, they're kind of like a pair. They've done several movies together, haven't they? I think they have. They've been, oh, they did Little Women. Little Women. Are they in Dune? She's together? in the new, she's not in the oh, last. Oh, she's in she's Dune She's going to be in Dune 2. Oh, right. We saw Dune together. And we loved it. We loved and all it. of our, like, my brother and jo everybody was like, you guys aren't going to like that. Like, bleh, bleh, bleh. We loved it. And we were like, that was fucking great. Yeah. I'll see Dune 2. I will. <laughs> yes, we'll see Dune 2. Yeah. No boys allowed. Okay, so let's rate the organic sparkling ginger and lemon apple cider vinegar beverage one to Florence Pugh. I don't hate it. I don't. I'm already set on mine. It's my... not like a 10 for me. Yeah, but. It's not bad. I don't. Hold on, let, let me get another step. Yeah. This, I think you would have liked the strawberry flavor better. It's hard to do lemon, apple cider vinegar. I mean, it's like very. But I like it. And for me, it's just like a fun health beverage. And it's right. organic. And it's from Trader Joe's. So you know it cost like one whole dollar. Yeah. I'll give it an eight and a half. Oh, God, Natalie. Because I'm giving it a 10. So. Oh, fuck. Nine, I'll give it a seven. nine. I'll give it a nine. And then we can just do nine and a half. Okay. Nine and a half. Out of Florence, which again, Florence is like a 15. Yeah. So it's still great. Yes. It's great. All right. This is the part of the episode where we play a little wrap-up game. And this is the last one of 2022. I'm, I'm so excited for 2023. It. I'm so excited. I, I'm not going to lie. Me too. 2022 sucked. It was ass. just like not it. It was not the it was year. Not it. I was not feeling it, at least was, for me. I was talking to my astrologer friend yesterday, and she was like, I'm not going to lie. 2022 didn't look great for you. She was like, 2023 looks pretty good. She oh. was like, after March, things are pretty good. Oh, wow. I was like, fuck yeah. Oh, she also told me some really interesting, well, I guess this, you, you the podcast doesn't need to hear this. Well, but, now you have to say it. Well, I was just telling her, I don't know how we were talking about it, but how I like shape shift kind of like. What are you talking like, about? Like if you saw a picture of me from high school. Oh, yeah, I yeah. look 
I've brought like things up. Like a different to, Like person. I showed Joe, like, oh, this is me and Natalie went to this car. And he was like, that's Natalie? No. Like yeah. I look, I've never had plastic surgery. <laughs> I look like a completely different person. Yeah. And she was like, oh, it's because you're a Gemini rising and something or other in your first house of appearance. Oh. So she was like, you're always going to look completely different every like couple years. Oh, wow. And that has been true my whole life. Wow. That is really interesting. My aunt looked me dead in the face and had no idea who I was. <laughs> I do have a very dysfunctional family, but <laughs> she thought I was somebody's girlfriend. Really? Because your hair's dark and you but, people like, think seemed, of you as a blonde, but right. they knew you from whatever. Yeah. But it just seems like you would be able to recognize me yeah. with a different hair color. And she's looking, we look the same. Yeah. We're from the same people. <laughs> <laughs> and she just is staring at me. She's like, oh my God. I didn't know it was you. I'm like, what the fuck? So anyways, that was interesting. That is interesting. There was something else she said that was really interesting, but I forget what it was. But there was that. Okay. BFF question game. I have no idea what this is. I'm just going to pull a card off the top. Yeah. Um, eh. If you could have any talent, what would it be and why? Singing. Oh. If I tell you right now, if I could sing, I'd be on tour because I could really? dance. I'm very performative as a kid. I wanted to do – I was always putting on little shows. And if I could sing, I would tell you right now, I would be on tour. Oh, see, I feel the opposite. I would, I would leave – I can actually sing secretly. What? I secretly sing actually very well. But I would never sing in front of anybody. What? I know. What? I was I in like – I feel like the room is shifted. Like I was in like I, chorus. Like I, I did not know this. Yes. I can't believe there's something I didn't know about you. Well, that's because nobody really knows about me. Well, and my, like, prior chorus teachers and, like, Oh, my my God. And I guess I'll never know? Probably not. I mean. I'm going to hold out that at some point in our friendship you sing for me. I mean, but the thing is, is, like, I can sing, like, like, but, like, if I really sing, sing, like, I can actually sing. (gasps) But I don't want to. But I think it's just because I know how. Because when I was in chorus (gasps) as a young kid, like, I learned, like, they train your whole diaphragm and everything. Okay. I pulled a card. Okay. What's something you wish you had more time to do? Art. Painting? Drawing? Yeah. Just any art in general. Like, I just, yeah. Every single day of my life, I'm like, oh, I want to paint this. Oh, I want to draw that. Oh, I want to make this sweatshirt. Oh, I want to do. And I never have time. Dang. Because I work so goddamn late and then I eat dinner at Well, we're working on that this new year. We sure are. Okay, let's do one more question each. Okay. Very curious. I'm going to just pick one from the Middle. Middle. Go for the middle. Oh, this is this is interesting. How would you describe your sense of humor? That is okay. I know what it's not. So sometimes you gotta start there. Okay. I do not like gross, so no like fart, poop, none of that. Yeah. And I cannot laugh at people getting hurt. Falling, no. tripping. I am so much of an empath yeah. that I can't and and I hate people being embarrassed. Oh, That's, oh God. Lord, oh. I can't. So I think it's in the same vein of like if you trip and you fall and you're embarrassed and you're physically hurt, like are they okay? I could never laugh at that. No. Um, I don't know what my sense. That's of- very like male humor. Yes, but you it's know- very like jackass. You know. I, I did like, love jackass as a kid, but that's uh, weird. Well, it's like my brother, like all my brother and his friends. It was like it was like lighting themselves on fire and be like ah. Yeah, like you know the <laughs> ridiculousness that show where people oh, are just yes. like falling and like hitting their balls and shit. Yeah. I, I could just watch that with a straight face, like, yeah, and not laugh once. No. So that's not my humor. I don't really know what my humor is. I don't know. What is I your just, humor? Like, 
I don't know. I mean, I have a sense of humor, but yes. I, I wouldn't say I'm like sarcastic in any like to an extreme. No. I don't know. I just like, I like to laugh. But like, I wonder, what do you find fun? Any? Like when you're like scrolling on TikTok or something, what what are the things that you start laughing really hard at? I like like me, like relatable things that like, oh, I didn't know in my life that like other people actually do too. Uh-huh. Like I saw a funny TikTok about how, you, see, this isn't funny now. I'm going to, I'm not going to explain it. No, explain it. About how like I never washed my water bottle. But it was like, from oh. the POV of my water bottle, like, are you going to wash me? But I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's me. Anyways, now I sound like so freaking lame, whatever. No, you don't. <laughs> I, it's That's a hard question. How did, I don't know, I don't know how I would describe my sense of humor. I have no idea. I don't know what's going to set you off, but when you <laughs> laugh, it's like, it's uncontrollable. If I think something's really funny. Natalie cannot stop. I can't stop. <laughs> like, I will be crying and we stop. I stop reading. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what my sense of humor is, though. Okay, here we go. Final question. Okay. What's a place you love going to alone? Oh. A place <laughs> I love going to alone. Yeah. Um... There's no, like, place I love going to. I'm alone mm, 97% of the time. So when I go somewhere or do something, I generally like to be with a person. Yes. Like, I don't like, you know, people really love, like, you love going to the movies by yourself. I don't like that. Yeah. Because I want to, like, talk I about hike it. hike by myself. I like to do oh, stuff. Oh, I like hike by lot. myself. And it's like, eh. But I do like, um... Always have, literally, since I got my driver's license, driving around by myself listening oh, to music. so fun. Aimlessly. Aimlessly driving and just listening to, like, as loud as it goes. Yes. Yes. That's a I great, love that shit. That's a great pastime. Yeah. Or even, like, if I do, like, the other day, yesterday, actually, left the movie and just got in my car and plugged in my phone, listened to music so loud on Stand my 15-minute drive. And I was just like. So fun. I could go around the block another couple times. Yeah. You know? There is something about being in the car that's like with the music playing. It's your own little world. Yeah, because you know what? You can't blast your music at home most of the no. time depending on where you like. If you I get self-conscious home. too because I'm like, oh, God, my neighbors can hear my yeah. music. They'll so probably like hear you that I'm listening really... to this song seven times in a row. Exactly. It's you can really be your truest self yeah. in that moment. Yeah. Well, gosh. Gosh, dang it. We're done. That's it. For the year. We'll be back next week. We'll be back next week with another episode, but it'll be the first one of 2023. Thank you guys for listening all year. We love you guys. We love interacting with you guys. You you know you can always email us at amidoingthisrightpod at gmail.com or you can DM us at amidoingthisrightpod and request episodes for the new year. Please do. We really, really want to know. We actually prioritize those. What you guys want to learn in the new year. Like DM us and we will make an episode. We got a DM today we have one about uh recycling so yeah and guess what that's we're coming. gonna fucking do that it. is gonna be hot on the press Just hot wait, off the press. wait for it and we'll be back next week and next year with a new episode love you guys happy new year